a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, final segment of today's episode of Live Mike this Thursday episode. Thank you so much for joining, hanging out with me for the last hour or so. Uh, Nobel Peace Prize. You heard of it? Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. And President Donald Trump has again been nominated to be on the receiving end of that award in 2021. The 2020 uh, recipient will be announced, uh, I think, like any time now. Uh, but 2021, the president, President Donald Trump, has been nominated for uh, the Nobel Peace Prize. Why? Uh, well, because of this deal that he and his administration brokered between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. I reached out uh, yesterday to when I first heard this news. I reached out to the the delegation, uh, the the members of the House here in Utah, and the two. Uh, U.S. senators representing us, and I, I got a, I got a few responses back. I heard first from uh, Senator Lee. He said, "President Trump has done more to avoid war than any president in my lifetime. He definitely deserves consideration for this award." Now, I mentioned that the motivation for this nomination came from that agreement the president brokered between Israel and the UAE. And so the response I got from uh, Congressman McAdams, it it reads like this. And remember, the question I asked was, do you believe President Trump is deserving of a Nobel Peace Prize? This is the response I got. I am hopeful and applaud the agreement between Israel and the UAE. Again, this response coming from uh, Congressman Ben McAdams. I am hopeful and applaud the agreement between Israel and the UAE. Israel is one of our strongest allies, and this is an important step for normalizing Israel's relationships in the region. The United States should continue to play a leadership role in pushing for stability and lasting peace in the region. So no no direct response there to the question of, is President Donald Trump deserving of a peace prize? Uh, praise there, certainly, uh, for the deal. And the, the rest of the members of the, the delegation uh, as well, in particular, uh, Senator Romney, uh, Congressman, Stewart, uh, Congressman Stewart and Curtis, uh, they were all very praising of the deal struck between Israel and the UAE with, uh, uh, with the help and encouragement of the United States. But how about Congressman Rob Bishop? He joins us now. Congressman, sir, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, hey, I've got a little piece of trivia for you. You, uh, a former history teacher and maybe a future history teacher, uh, you uh, have taught me uh, over the years uh, a lot about history. And so I've got a question I want to put to you. Can you tell me the last, and, and I, I don't even apologize for putting you on the spot right now. Can you tell me the last year the Nobel Peace Prize was not awarded? No. You want to take a guess? Um, four years ago. No, nope, I'm sorry. Last- I, no, I don't know. The the last time, I didn't know until this morning, so, so don't think that I had some kind of like trivia squirreled away. I Googled this and found out this morning. I uh, learned this morning that in 1972 uh, that there was no Peace Prize awarded. That was the year of the Munich Olympics when the terrorist attack, uh, George Wallace was uh, shot that year, Watergate, uh, Bloody Sunday in uh, Northern Ireland. Uh, also, uh, going back further in history, uh, no Nobel Peace Prize awarded uh, during the years of 1966 uh, nor 1967, the Vietnam years. Uh, so anyway, that's just some trivia for you. <laughs> uh, t- tell me, so what do you think? All, with all the rioting this year going on here, but also abroad, I, they might be able to qualify for another non, non, 
non non disclosure agreement. I, I here's the thing. I, I have thought that exact thing. I have thought maybe we are right now in, in a circumstance globally where uh, you know there there really hasn't been any great steps towards peace. And if that's the case, well, then how can someone be awarded? Uh, all right. Anyway, the, the reason I reached out to you is I'm curious about your reaction. You heard yesterday the president, President Donald Trump, is nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, do you think he deserves it? Um. Yeah. Simple answer is yes. There have been four U.S. presidents who have received that prize. Um, what Trump did with Israel, as well as what Trump has done on things like the Nord Stream 2 and the Korean Peninsula, for which he was nominated two years ago as well. Um, yeah, they're just as good as the things that Teddy Roosevelt, Woodrow Wilson, Jimmy Carter, and, um, and Barack Obama, or, or more so, than some of those things in which they got the Nobel Peace Prize. So, yeah, he deserves it. I also know this dude that nominated him from Norway. I was going to ask uh, you about that. the NATO Parliamentary Assembly, as do I. Um, I don't know him personally. I mean, I don't know him closely, I should say. But he is part of the, the same Parliamentary Assembly group that I serve. T- t- uh, can you help me pronounce his last name? That's why you call him Christian, because there's no way we're going to go through that. To, uh, while I have you, uh, this uh, the NATO Parliamentary Assembly. Uh, tell me real quickly while I have you what, what that is. What is this body that you uh, belong to and also uh, the Norwegian parliamentarian who uh, nominated the president for the Nobel Peace Prize? What is this organization to which you belong? Every, every member nation of the NATO Parliamentary Assembly gets to uh, assign representatives to a parliamentary assembly which is there to go through um, political um, – the NATO itself deals with the military side. This deals with some of the political issues that need to be done as far as NATO itself and how they interact within each other. This uh, the, the gentleman from Norway, member of parliament there, Christian, who nominated the president, he has been accused of uh, nominating the president just to curry favor. Do you believe those accusations? No. If he is, it doesn't make much of a difference in the NATO PA. And if it is, it doesn't make much of a difference with the Nobel Prize Committee anyway. So um, if he is, it's not a very effective way of trying to curry favor. Let me change topics for a second. The Senate today passed uh, a piece of legislation, a stimulus package. Uh, Will you get a chance to vote on that in the House, you think? The Senate actually passed it? Correct. 52. Well, that's and 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 they didn't filibuster it. Well, now you're making me doubt myself, but I swear uh, uh, I had uh, yeah, Senate Democrat. Oh my gosh, the Democrats have blocked it. Three hundred billion coronavirus package uh, been blocked. Uh, my apologies. Thanks for setting me straight there. Uh, well, how about that? Uh, what does it mean? The 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 skinny stimulus bill uh, is dead. Uh, that's what uh, the headlines are reading right now. Uh, what, what what does that mean? What happens next? Um, somebody needs to blink at some point, and it should be the House, um, doing, doing something, moving towards a goal. Like Joe Graham once said that if you're trying to get from Washington to Houston and you get as far as Memphis, that's good. It's only if you try and, try and end up in Boston, then that's bad. This is an effort in which all of us are trying to reach a goal. And the Democrats in the Senate and Nancy Pelosi in the House should be willing to try and compromise to get partway towards their goal. We all want to go in the direction that this skinny relief bill is doing. So for 
Celtics do it. Uh, the, it can only be it can only be pure politics for not trying to get something that moves us all forward into a direction that everyone agrees we should be going. Mm. You have any problems which, with it? As it, means the Senate ahead. Democrats do not get a nomination for the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, <laughs> they. They didn't even do what Barack Obama did to get his prize. <laughs> I wonder. I've never heard of a, of a legislative body being nominated. I know organizations and individuals have been. Uh, listen, I've got about ninety seconds left with you. Uh, how you spending your days? Uh, you uh, have announced you, you you didn't run for reelection. Uh, you will be uh, re- replaced in Congress come January. Uh, how does that feel? Um, it feels very okay. I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I'm not really ready to go, and it would be very nostalgic, and I'd feel bad if the session wasn't so badly managed and badly run right now. Um, what we are doing in the House is is silly and insignificant, and that makes my leaving much more enjoyable. Mm. What do you do next? you know yet? No, I don't know. Just for your nature, my foot's getting better, so I'm, I'll be ready. That's right. You had a foot injury. Uh, you and I, when I was in Washington, would play racquetball quite often. I look forward to doing that again, and I uh, wish you a speedy recovery. Let's get uh, let's get back on the racquetball court here soon, okay? I haven't been able to do it since March. I think I'm ready now. All righty. Uh, <laughs> Congressman Rob Bishop, thank you so much. Uh, that's going to do it for this Thursday episode of Live Mike. I'm uh, Lee Lonsberry. Today we've covered a lot of ground. Uh, coming up uh, on KSL News Radio, plenty, plenty ahead. Jeff Kaplan uh, will walk you through the afternoon. We're going to look back certainly at all of the announcements, uh, specifically that made by Salt Lake City School District. The new official start date, uh, Monday, the 14th. That's ahead on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.